Recording in progress. Oh yeah. You know it is. Oh, it's Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Week two in the National Football League. But we're here to talk about the college kick. Oh yeah, Brad's favorite. Let's talk about those 18 to 22-year-old men. Mm, core demo. Smashing their domes against each other, suffering lifelong CTE damage. I love the bros. College football week three. Hello, and welcome to Backdoor Cover. I'm Micah, and I'm joined by Brad. Hello, Micah. Man, the bros are the best, man. You're correct. That is my core demo. Uh, (laughs) The bros are awesome. Do you think that we can share the Todd Reesing information that we had? Yeah, go ahead. Well, Peter, uh, Peter, the Irish guy, apparently was watching the Kansas game yesterday with Todd, with Todd Reesing and Kansas legend. Yes. Todd Reesing. They really should put him in the College Football Hall of Fame. He belongs, dude. He's the only he is the greatest quarterback in Kansas history by like 4000 times over by a, by a million, literally millions of miles. And the Kansas Jayhawks are three and oh with a good win over Houston. Uh, they were they were pretty big underdogs. They. They beat uh, Houston, which was, you know, a team that now has a couple of losses, but that was supposed to be a real contender in the AAC in their last year before they go to the Big 12. Um, They might have something going on, but what was it that he said that KU got a quarterback? All caps. Yeah. So there's a quarterback apparently that is uh, playing well for Kansas right now after three games of wins. Um I think they put, uh, Houston they, might Houston really stink. Forty-eight to thirty in Houston, and uh, so I, that's the first and only time we'll lead the show with Kansas, uh, Kansas uh, news. So, for the record, I thought Texas Todd Reesing's blessing. Exactly, he he has the blessings of the Godfather Todd Reesing and KU. I was concerned Texas would struggle with UTSA uh, yesterday because they took Houston to triple overtime. Uh, that is, I think that might be some uh, faulty information. I think Houston might just stink. Well, Texas, uh, staying close to home here, Texas does beat UTSA. Yeah, Texas no problem. Uh, well, it, it was pretty happened. close. Whoa. It was tied at half. What was that? We got. That? I thought I got some um, some background noise off of your uh, your mic there. It sounded like oh, ESPN jumped you. Oh. So UTSA, uh, yeah. Texas, 41, Texas, 20, UTSA. But you're right. They were uh, tied at half. Tied at half time. Yeah. Texas uh, just went yeah. after them in the second half, though. Again, these are teams that don't really matter. Uh, a team that does matter is Georgia. Georgia looks like the best team in the country to me. Um, and obviously to everyone else, they're ranked number one right now. Uh, 48-7 to seven over South Carolina at South Carolina. Spencer Rattler uh, can't be happy. Yeah, 48-7 over a, a whatever. SEC division or SEC opponent. That's pretty handy. On the road. That's, that's pretty pretty good. That's convincing. Carolina didn't score to the fourth quarter either. Like this is just an ass kicking. Yeah. Spencer Bennett threw for uh I think he had two touchdowns through the air and ran for one. He doesn't turn the ball over. Uh he's he's the big man on campus. He'll uh, be George, uh good. Yeah. This year's gonna be George also has that tight end that is just unbelievable. Five yeah. catches during twenty one yards, two touchdowns. And like they've got two guys that are like six five and faster than anyone we know. It's crazy. They are they are a scary, scary football team that can win a lot of different ways. Uh, Alabama beats Louisiana Monroe. That doesn't mean anything. Ohio State beats Toledo. 
That doesn't mean anything. Michigan kicks the shit out of UConn. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Beats Louisiana Tech 48 to 20. There, mean, hey, there's some meaning that can be derived from this, Micah. Mizzou beat Louisiana Tech 52 to 24. So we're we're about as good as Clemson, the number 16. I, I think that means we're we're like a, a one point underdog to to Clemson. That's what moment. I'm thinking. That that's what I'm deriving from this information as well. Oklahoma looks pretty good. Now, granted, they played Nebraska. Hmm. <laughs> Nebraska sucks so bad. You know what, Micah? We do office football picks. And uh, my key selection was OU uh, minus 11 versus Nebraska because I knew that shit was going to get out of hand It was quick. a key pick for me, too. It was the uh, easiest one of the day. 29-14 at Nebraska. Nebraska scored first in this game, by the way. Um, I, I love it. I I can't believe, like, why wouldn't they have just kept Scott Frost for two more weeks? They can't do any worse. <laughs> I don't know what their plan is. They stink. Do you think they get Frank Solich back? Uh, I think he died. Oh, God, that was a bad joke. My apologies. I, I may be wrong, though. He was the head coach. <laughs> yes, they anyway, right? we'll, yeah. I think he was the last one who coached Nebraska when they were relevant, and he went like 10-3, and, and they fired him. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. Well, Bo Pelini had a pretty good run, too. Uh, USC kicked the shit out of Fresno, 45-17. Kalen Williams is good. Mm-hmm. We knew this, but he's he's good there. Uh, four touchdowns for him. Oklahoma State rolls over Arkansas Pine Bluff. Kentucky kicks the shit out of Youngstown State. Arkansas beat Missouri State 38-27, but they were losing in the fourth quarter of this game. They put up 21 in the fourth. If you were watching this on Twitter... Uh, Twitter was so excited because Bobby Petrino, of course, the former head coach at Arkansas, now the head coach at Missouri State, <laughs> and people were loving it. They're like, if he goes to Arkansas and beats them, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, but Arkansas had an 80-yard punt return and then got another touchdown. Like Right when, when people started crowing like, hey, you might want to watch this. Yeah, it got out of hand. Yeah, kind of put a couple... Scores back to back to, or I think they scored three times in a row to win. Yeah, uh, you know, that's, I mean, that was probably the most exciting game of the day, though. It was a pretty weak slate. It wasn't a great slate. Uh, the big surprise for me, the impressive win is Washington beats Michigan State, yeah, 39, uh, 28. This game wasn't that close. Michigan State scored a couple times late in the fourth quarter uh, to make it a little closer. Michael Penix Jr., you remember him? I think that's the guy who used to play at Indiana, if I'm not mistaken. No, I don't remember him, but I like it. Maybe not. I don't. I he don't went off him. for 400 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah. That's the quarterback at uh, Washington, huh? Yep. I guess. I'm, I wonder if he played. I, I kind of remember him being somewhere else. Yes, he was a transfer from Indiana. Man, I am... A, this is this is why you listen to this football podcast because I know shit some shit. <laughs> Mike well, sometimes guesses correctly. Let's go. <laughs> Joined Indiana's team in 2018. This is now at at uh, Washington. He's only a junior though. Yeah, he nobody there starter kind of guys because of uh, COVID. exactly COVID. There's everybody's got like a couple extra years of eligibility. So I mean, let's go. Yeah, well, I, how is he only a junior? He played 2018, 2019, 2020, 21, and now 22. I don't know. Football, this college football stuff is weird. But anyway, a, an impressive win for them. Uh, a veteran quarterback, I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, five years and he's only a junior. Yeah, and and the big, the what is it? The 
the Pac-12 is a, a much different conference when Washington is good. They've been up and down for a long time. It's a great place to see a game. They've got they you see all the boats on the water tailgating. Like it looks awesome. Yeah, I want to go. I got a bunch of buddies who went to Washington. I'll have to get Maroney's thoughts. Exactly. Uh, Oregon uh, bounce back. I was loud wrong about this one. I thought mm. the women's at BYU would stomp on Oregon's nuts. They did not. Oregon 41-20 over BYU. Uh, uh, this is an impressive win. And I saw something about like how Oregon has won like 30 straight non-conference games. Yeah. I was surprised too. BYU let out uh, a bit of a stinker. Miami. Oh, I was go. wrong about this one too, I guess. Uh seventeen to nine. Miami just looks terrible. Uh that Aggie defense is good, but the, their offense isn't any good. They they uh started a new quarterback this week. Uh, this kid out of Miami who I saw Todd McShay was working the sidelines, which is good to see him again. Yeah. But saying that their quarterback Van Dyke is a possible first round pick. Wow. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> this guy did not impress me at Miami. 21 for 41 for 217. He was missing guys all over the field. He's only a sophomore, I guess. But You're, you're burying the lead. Max Johnson, 10, 10 for 20 for 140 yards in a touch and a leading the Texas A&M uh, Aggies to a victory here. Our boy yeah, Max. Max. Max is a uh, he's an upgrade over the quarterback play the Aggies have been getting. So. I mean, that's pretty shitty. 10 for 20, <laughs> but okay. Exactly. <laughs> They're going to they're going to get stomped in the SEC uh, West if they don't get their shit together. Yeah. Um, and I don't think they're going to. I like. I just don't understand how they can't have a bunch of five-star quarterbacks on campus. They have five stars everywhere else. Yeah. Uh, but their quarterback play has been terrible the last, the last year and now today uh, so far this year. Uh, Utah crushes San Diego State. Tennessee kills Akron. Tennessee, uh-uh. Uh-oh. Uh, they could be good. 63, they hang 63 on Akron. I don't know if that means anything, but. NC State beat yeah. Texas Tech in a game that was mildly surprising to me, 27-14. Uh, shouts to NC State. They're pretty good. They're now, you know, they look like they could be an ACC contender. I think they got a lot of five-star, or not five-star, five-year guys on their roster. Like I think NC State's super old, uh, and they've got the, whatever, seniority on the, uh, the rest of the league. Baylor beats Texas State, 42-7. Florida survives against South Florida. This game was crazy. Um, Florida barely wins in the swamp. Uh, South Florida missed a makeable field goal at the end of the game that would have sent this to OT. Uh, So uh, I don't know how good Florida is. It's the first year with a new coach, um, but they've still got some horses and they still got a a hell of a home field advantage there in the swamp. Yeah, But South Florida hung in there and hung in there. Wake Forest, 37, Liberty, 36. That should tell you all you need to know. Ole Miss kicks the shit out of Georgia Tech, 42-0. Uh, Ole Miss could be a contender, too. They, they might be. Sneaky. Yeah, they just might be. And then Texas, we mentioned they beat Texas San Antonio, 41-20. Uh, this game, of course, tied at half, and then Texas came out. Bijan Robinson had a 76-yard touchdown run, 20 carries, 183 yards, and three touchdowns. Uh, the guy is, he's special. He's a stud. Pretty good. And, I mean, he should be that good. Have you ever tasted his Dijon? I have not. Bijan's Dijon? I heard it's pretty good. This is an, L- an NIL product for those of you who are just thinking that Brad's talking sexually. Here. No, yeah. B- Robinson, Bijan Robinson sells Dijon mustard, apparently. 
I hear it's, yeah, I hear it's pretty tasty. Oh, good. <laughs> I, I mean, I support all the all the student athletes, even the ones that drive Lamborghinis and have <laughs> <laughs> who get uh whatever two hundred fifty thousand dollars spent on their recruiting trip. Uh, Penn State forty one, Auburn twelve. This was a surprise, and this is, I mean, I enjoy this because Mizzou plays Auburn next week. And the Auburn faithful are going to lose their mind. They tr- you remember they tried to fire their coach this offseason. Yeah. After the first year, Gus Malzahn. And then, or not Gus Malzahn, I'm sorry. Ooh, former coach Gus Malzahn. Uh, <laughs> they now have the guy who was at Boise, uh, whose face, like Brian Harson. Yeah, yeah. They tried to run him off. And as soon as you get embarrassed at home to anybody, especially Penn State, well, to anybody really, full crowd, 41 12 and ass kicking. Uh, Mizzou is going to come get that ass next week. Or not. Mm. I don't know. Well, at least they're in disarray. It's the, only, it's the best we can hope for. But that's tough for Auburn. Uh, Pittsburgh bounces back. Pittsburgh, speaking of Todd Reesing, uh, they started a true freshman from Lake Travis. Is that right? In his first career start, 34-13. Nate Yarnell, he only went 9 for 12 um, for 179 yards and a touchdown. He he looks like an NFL quarterback, though. He's like 6'6", big kid. Jesus, Lake Travis churns him. Uh, Pitt coming off of a tough loss last week, bounces back against Western Michigan. And uh, that's the end of your top 25. Anything, uh, I mean, we we can't, we got to talk about App State. Yeah. They did barely hung see, on to Troy. They, what did they hit? A Hail Mary at the end to win? They hit a 50, I think it's 54-yard Hail Mary, one of the craziest Hail Marys I've ever seen. It was like short, and then the receiver came back and got it, and well, the, the defenders. The like the 10-yard line, and yeah. then ran, got a great block, and uh, scored. Um, App State, the, the eyes of the country are on App State after a, a college game day performance with with uh, Luke Combs. They face uh, our James Madison Dukes next week. Wow. In a game that's that uh, I saw Jesse Palmer call appointment television. So <laughs> that. that's pretty funny. Uh, South Alabama loses to UCLA 32-31 at the horn. Mm. UCLA beat has to kick a game winning field goal to beat another Sunbelt team by one point. The Sunbelt is is salty, man. That's all I'll say. They're it's having all. a good time. This is their year. Uh Notre Dame barely beat California. Cal threw a uh a Hail Mary that like they should have had. Yeah. Uh at the end of the game and and barely hits the ground. Notre Dame hangs on. I got news for you, Micah. Notre Dame stinks. Yeah, they may not be good. They may not be good, baby. They suck. <laughs> Speaking of stanky, Kansas State lays an egg, loses at home 17 to 10 to Tulane. How dare they? After beating the shit out of us. Angry. How dare they show up versus us and then lay a stinker? I'm very angry. I would have loved for them to lay a stinker versus us. Yeah, that would have been nice. You know, one place that you shouldn't lay a stinker. Let me tell tell me. Over at No House Advantage. That's right. Hey, it's it's NFL Sunday. If you're waking up and listening to this, you still got time to get in the game. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available. Playing a pick'em contest versus other people for the shot at winning 150,000 in cash or more. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. Let's go. Tester skills versus the house or 20x. Your entry, if you hit all your picks, bet up to five player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, especially the National Football League. And sign up right now with promo code BD50. 
BDC, like backdoor cover, BDC at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app in the app store to get a first deposit match up to 25 bucks. Make sure you check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just who you play, how you play, it's where you play. You don't want to miss it. NoHouseAdvantage.com. Well Let's said, go. Micah. Well said. We'll drop the uh, a link to that in the description of this podcast as well, so you all can just click and go straight there. you there. go. The app is really slick. I would suggest you check it out. Yeah, and get you, paid. Uh, it's BDC. Uh, the other game that kind of got my attention, LSU beat uh, Mississippi State in a game I was a little surprised by. Yeah. 31-16, this game in the swamp. They outscore Mississippi State 21-0 in the fourth quarter. Because uh, I was watching this in Mississippi State, Seemed to be sort of in control until they weren't. Yeah, that's about how it works. It's, that's a disappointing loss for Mississippi that's State. That's still Mike Leach, isn't it? Yeah, that's one you want to have if if you're on the come up and Mississippi is three and zero, and you know that's one you want against LSU, who's talented but probably the worst team in in the SEC West. Uh, if it's not Mississippi State now, so tough break. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. And uh, Maryland beat SMU, for whatever that means. They overcome 15 penalties. <laughs> uh, Tua Tagliavola. Yeah. Tua's brother uh, played well. Is that right? Um, Maryland. Yeah, that's a Mia Khalifa squad. Uh, that, that is true. Yep. Long, long, uh, if you go back in the history of backdoor cover, Mia Khalifa. Big Maryland yeah. fan. How could I forget? All yeah. right. Well, I think... Anything else in the college football world that you want to talk about, Brad? That's all I got, my brother. You want me to play you out? Uh, well, before we do, yeah, a programming note. Following this podcasting is uh, is Peter Mitch going to attach a special Sunday and Monday foot, foot football? I think it's a Sunday night and Monday night football preview. Correct uh, from our friends Peter, the Irish guy, and Mitch. Can't miss Mitch. And they're going to give the Algos picks for those two games. Give them the Algo picks. Yeah. Uh, this will be, if you're following along here, this will be uh, Patreon only content starting in week four or week five, I guess. Uh, but as of right now, it's a little bonus. You get a little taste, subscribe on Patreon, and then you'll get these picks once the Algo is all dialed in in week five. Uh, uh, very reasonable. And if you join now, it's $5 a month. If you join in week five, it's 10. So get in there now. Subscribe today. Well said. All right. Play us out, bro. All right, big boy. Good episode. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Hello, and welcome to a Sunday night as well as a Monday night edition of Backdoor Cover. Pete, what's up? We got halftime across these early games. Algo's looking real good on a lot of them. The Colts absolutely stink. Matt Ryan doing what he does, which is lose football games. I mean, listen, you don't have to tell me anything about the Colts. I know this. I say this every time on the podcast. They stink. Matt Ryan stinks. Um, yeah, they, they and they're continuing that trend. They look awful in the first half there today. Let, let, quick recap of Thursday night's game. Um, the... Chiefs Chargers, Chiefs winning by three. Uh, so Chargers covered, right? That, that line was four. That line was four. The algorithm had Kansas City just barely by one point of value. Typical backdoor. You kind of almost 
felt it the entire game that they were they were in the well, game. Like, it, well, it, I had Chiefs, you had Chargers, I believe. Um, it was one of those games where the closer it got to the game, like the Chargers was the right side to be on because of what happened week one, like the overreaction, everyone jumping on the Chiefs. The Chargers are actually pretty good. Like it Chargers felt like, and then the whole game, the Chargers was the right side. They were winning by no question. Ten, and it was like, all right, their their Chargers are going to cover. And kind of out of nowhere, Chiefs did what they do and went up, and it turned into a fourth and fucking goal with less than a minute left to end up getting the cover. So Chargers snuck in that cover. Um, but either way, that was uh, that was a coin toss game. We knew it was going to be close. Um, so you kind of weren't. Either side, you weren't right or wrong, right? You were, were you at all surprised at that fourth and goal call? Yeah, I, it's a I two possession that, game anyway. Wouldn't yeah. you just kick the field goal? I thought that they were going to kick the. So when I when I saw on third down it was incomplete, I was like, I was kind of like, oh well, I'm going to win now because like, Chiefs are going to cover because you got to kick the three to just extend it. Like if you if you don't get that the game's over. So that didn't make sense to me. Says but, all the Kansas city backers. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, well, I, I guess the argument is they're kind of saying, well, we're down here. We might not get down here again. So let's get the really difficult part out of the way, which would be the, either way they need to score twice. So the difficult part is getting the onside kick. That's the difficult. Well, part. yeah, I get Yeah, no, you're right. But, but the next part is like scoring the seven is the hard part. Like as in, they don't have to get very far for the field goal, right? They don't have to advance all that far. So um, either way. Yeah. I was kind of like, fuck, they're going to go for this. And, and of course he got it with fucking a broken rib and, you know, running around. Back yeah. There. I thought he was out of the game. Typical backdoor cover in true fashion. Doesn't take long, but you definitely felt it. Well, let me ask you this. What do you think? What do you see early at halftime so far on these early Sunday games? Uh, Ravens are fucking unbelievably good. Like we, like I talked about um, on, on Thursday or Friday, whenever we did the podcast, I didn't see, I, I think the dolphins are going to be okay, but they're not close to the Ravens standard. And it's very evident in this game. They're up 28 to seven uh, going into the halftime Ravens are. So they're dominating them. The Jags look pretty good. Like uh, I think they're going to be a good team this year. They look pretty good. Um, the rest of the games. What about the Lions, Detroit actually, looking great? Tom Brady getting shut out in new Orleans. I said on multiple podcasts that this new Orleans defense is a legitimate team yeah, and looked- Tampa, they are stuttering yeah he, he 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 has trouble for whatever reason um playing in that stadium and against saints i mean it's a tough place to play but yeah saints defense looks good the lions offense looks really good yeah they are running all over yeah. the place out there so uh they're looking quick well hey let's get into tonight's game uh, and get these picks now yeah we've got actually uh three games because we've got two monday night games but tonight's game we got the bears on the road against the pack uh, Packers are laying eight and a half to open up. And now that line is at 10. So money coming on Green Bay. I kind of feel like Green Bay is probably going to put it on them. I don't know. I think they, you know, Minnesota is a good team. 
They didn't really have a lot of good things going last week. What are your thoughts here? Yeah, it's a difficult one. Um, I'm surprised there's been that much movement just because at how, at how poor the Packers looked. I think, I don't think Chicago are fucking very good at all. They squeaked that win in those awful conditions at home. Like, but they only did anything with minutes, you know, late in the game and somehow found a way to win. Um, so I don't have really any confidence that they can go in there and look good. My gut tells me that this is a this is just too many points and it's kind of going to be closer. I think there's a little bit of pressure on Rodgers, all of the buildup around him talking so much shit about the Bears. Uh, the Bears come in as a big underdog and the Packers early. It's going to take some time, I think, before these receivers are any good. So, yeah, I'll take the points and, and the Bears. Yeah, it just seems like a lot of points. However, I think for good reason. And San Francisco, obviously that weather, I think, played in perfectly for the Bears. That's what they're going to do. This Bears defense is legit. I think they are going to cause more problems than what people anticipate. But you look at the pack. I don't look at the Vikings defense being all that good. I mean, the pack, they just weren't being able to convert. They had 338 yards of total yards last week against Minnesota. And, you know, Rodgers, he, he didn't have over 200 yards. I was shocked at that. Shocked. No touchdown. I mean, his, his stat line looks like something more that we see from Matt Ryan, 22 of 34, 195, no touchdowns and an INT. I mean, the only starting fantasy football quarterback that had less points than Trey Lance was Aaron Rodgers, And I was shocked. Granted, I think they're going to get a heavy dose of Dylan. I don't see the bears hanging around. I think this game is going to get real ugly, real quick. And you're going to see some of these receivers, uh, specifically Lazard. I think he's going to have a big day. Uh, he was out last week. And Jones, they're all going to get going. I think this game is is going to be a blowout. Most importantly, while we're here, uh, the Algo has the pack winning 21 to 20. You are getting a boatload of value. Uh, actually, nine and a half, ten points, depending that. on the line on the Bears. Love that. I love hearing that. Um, but I kind of think, I think, like, coin toss to whether this is 28 to three Packers or it's close. Like, I think you could be spot on with how the game's going to go, but I'm going to just go with my instinct of that sounds like a lot of points. A lot of these NFL games tend to be close. So, I'm, I'll ipso facto bears. This feels like a, a, an old AFC playoff. Uh, rematch with the Titans on the road in Buffalo. This line opened up at seven and a half. It's now at 10. Some big lines this week. And this is some disrespect to the Titans. Are, are they this bad, man? There's no way. It's a lot of disrespect to Tennessee. Um, it's a lot of disrespect to Tennessee and is very typical, as I keep saying, a lot of overreaction to what happens in the previous yeah. week, what right? People, again, will think that because what happened last week will definitely happen again this week. 
Um, the Bills look unbelievable offensively. They turned it over three times in the first half and still were comfortable. That's how good they looked. That's how good Allen looked. However, we know last year with the Bills, they went through their fucking ups and downs. They looked awful at times. They looked great one week. So I'm not all that confident that they'll come out and look amazing again. Um, it's a primetime game, you know, big first, you know, Monday night for the Titans. A lot of disrespect. I like their head coach. Again, too many points. I'm going to take Tennessee. Yeah, to me, I think Tennessee looked good early against the Giants and Barkley was able to break some big runs. And yeah. other than that, other than Barkley, and obviously you can do this all day with any team on any stat line. They were some big runs that ultimately affected the outcome of this game and the amount of rush yards that these guys put on the ground. So Tennessee obviously needs to get their shit together on defense. There's no question. And I guarantee Mike Vrabel uh, had the boys doing extra drills and getting them fired up for this game. I think Tennessee is a good football team. And Henry, I think the way that you win this game, or at least you stick around is you have to keep that Buffalo bill offense on the sideline. And the way that you do that is you hand the ball off to Derek Henry 25 times and you hope that he gets going. And I yeah. think Tannehill is going to do enough not to hurt you. He threw two touchdowns for 260 plus yards last week. No INTs. He does exactly what he does. I think the one thing that that's really all they're going to do. And to me, I'm going to take the 10 points here and I think I feel fairly good about it. It's just too many points for me. Yeah. The algorithm has Buffalo winning 27 to 22. So you are getting quite a bit of value, five points of value on the Titans. I feel good about this one. I like this one quite a bit. Yeah. Hand the ball off, but little things like, running the play deep in the play clock every time they have the ball, like running the play clock then making those drives last seven, eight minutes with the yeah. ball and let, and let Buffalo sit there. That's going to be key. Um, and it, this is one of those games where it's 10 points. The Titans received the ball, put together a really good looking drive where they handed off a bunch the last six and a half minutes score. And you're like, now I got 17 points to work with. So, Look, everyone's got a great game plan until yeah. they get they punched get in the mouth. Yeah. Always love that quote from Mike Tyson. And I think if the Titans can go ahead and execute, you'll probably see some early play actions too. I wouldn't be surprised first play Titans do a play action and, 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 and hit somebody deep. Uh, the other Monday night game, I hate when they do this actually, like, you know, uh, two Monday night games are actually both really good. I've got yeah. an interest in both. The Vikings at the Eagles, this line opened up Minnesota uh, as a two-point dog. They're now uh, getting two and a half points. I think these are really good football teams, actually. These are both uh, playoff contenders. I always like the Eagles from, from the get-go. Uh, they look great, and obviously against a, a good Detroit team who's now putting 22 up on the uh, commanders. I almost wanted to say Redskins, but we all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, this is a... This is an interesting – yeah, I agree with you on the – I don't know why they have two teams. It means that this second game gets the fucking 
the B team crew as well to fucking announce it, which you know it doesn't deserve. Um, this is a difficult game to pick. I've gone back and forth and I've switched my pick on this game. I've switched it just based on what the numbers uh, tell you historically for Kirk Cousins. Uh, he's two and nine on Monday night. He does not have a Ooh. good re- Yeah, it's one of the worst records ever. I think it is the worst record ever in primetime Monday night games. He, ne- he doesn't look good, hasn't played well historically. And that's more than enough games and evidence to think this isn't just a freak situation that's you know i think that's something to note here i did like the vikings because i love them i think they're going to be a really good team and play well but cohen going into philly this offense is difficult to deal with especially early in the season because um there's teams still going through some stuff so i switched to philadelphia and i took i'm going to take the eagles Yeah, I agree with you here. I like the Eagles. 51% of the money is uh, on the Eagles, so it's fairly split. Uh, Money coming in on the money line. I think either way, if you're going to take the Vikings, which I don't fault you, if if, if you go that direction, I'd obviously buy the hook and and get that three points. That two and a half isn't going to do much for you, and I'd spend the money if you're going to back those. And look, the Vikings isn't a bad play. I do think there's an advantage and obviously it's only from week one, but I do think Minnesota's defense is a better squad than Philly's defense. And again, we're, you know, being myopic here in the sense that we're looking at one game, one sample set from this and look what the Vikings did last week to the Packers. And then conversely, what the Eagles did on the offensive side of the ball is great against the lions, but they also gave up as many points. So uh, I do question what the Eagles defense can do. I will give the advantage early to the Minnesota defense, but I like Philadelphia at home. We will get to the algorithm. Philadelphia 28 to 24. That feels just about right. Doesn't it? I really like that score. 28, 24, you're getting two points of value on the Eagles. That's it for our Sunday night, Monday night edition of Backdoor Cover and the Algo. Any closing thoughts here? No, looking forward to tonight's game. Um, I will say the New England Patriots are starting to just, you know, do their thing right here in the, starting in the second half. I love the Bill Belichick stat. 4-0 after a week, week one loss. That's why I changed my pick back to the, to, to the Pats. Uh, I love it. Go! I can't wait to enjoy the games tonight. I, I, I love it. Um, by the way, join us on Patreon. Thanks so much. Patreon uh, backslash backdoor cover. Uh, we will release this over on the, uh, wherever you find your podcast. Those folks on Patreon will get that access immediately. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you. All right.